So if you watch my daily financial news, you know, on January 16th, I called the housing bottom. Yes, folks, I believe this Friday, which will be the 20th of January, we will get the low for existing home sales. Uh, last month was 4.09 million. Experts are saying 3.95 million. I'm actually calling 3.87 million. None of that really matters. I think this report will be the low for transactions. I think we go up from here and I think it's going to drive people crazy. Now, I don't think it's going up a lot, but I do think December uh, 2022 will be the low for housing transactions and have this conversations. I got the one and only Greg Dickerson with me. How you doing, buddy? Doing great, Michael. Good to see you. So what do you think of that crazy call? December 2022 uh, will be the low for existing home sales at roughly 3.9 million. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Interest rates are coming down. Uh, we should start to see inventory stacking up. We're going to the time of year where inventory increases. You know, it might take a little longer for those transactions to occur. You know, days on market might go up. But if prices continue to correct, rates come down, inventory builds, then that's what you need to drive transactional activity. Uh, the reason we haven't had any transactions is because, you know, the time of year, it's seasonal. Yeah. You know, people pulling houses off the market, you know, things like that. But if you're watching inventory levels around the country, they're starting to rise. Uh, again, rates are coming down a little bit, uh, not enough to where it's going to really drive activity. But anytime you get rates, you know, down a, per a percentage point or so, um, are, yeah. you know, people are going to jump because they want, they're going to want to lock in before they jump up again. But you need more inventory to drive that. So I think if we start to see more inventory come into the market, uh, you know, we'll definitely be able to get some more transactions. I'm not seeing it at scale in every market. But we're seeing it in, in some markets. Yeah, I think the housing market, as you know, and we'll just say it because so others here, there's no one housing market. Even in your area, I think there's three housing markets, right? There's luxury, there's move up, and there's first-time home buyer. I think it's very clear that most of the country's luxury market is dormant, dead. I talk to agents in Orange County and Seattle uh, every week, Vegas every month, and all of them are saying the same thing, right? The, the luxury stuff is not moving. Orange County has 100 days on market, uh, according to an agent I speak with there. Uh, then there's the move-up market, which we have a lot of interest rate lock-in. Um, rates have to come down probably in the low fives, high fours to really unlock that. However, where markets are changing already in January is the first-time homebuyer. That move from 733 or 738 to now 6.07 is meaningful. And you add on top of that a two one buy down or you know paying points, you can get something in the mid fives. That's going to help first time home buyer activity. I'm already hearing from agents. Fifteen days into January, open houses are built more attended. We're getting more offers. You know the activity is picking up in that part of the market. So I feel pretty good about the my call that the housing crash and transaction bottoms with what will be Friday's report. So. Uh, and yeah. again, I don't think it explodes higher. We're not going back to six and a half million, but our time below 4 million will be short-lived. It'll be one month. Yeah. All you need is one more transaction and you got it. <laughs> there you go. That's right. Just one more. I was right. That was the bottom. Yeah. One more extra. But yeah, no, I mean, and it's seasonality. I mean, when you just look at seasonality and the other dominoes that are falling and lining up, it would make sense that you should see more transactional activity. We're coming into the you know, the busy season for the housing yep. market. And, you know, generally, again, inventory should stack. And these things that you're talking about is so interesting because 100 days on the market, I mean, used to be average, 90 days, exactly. to days used to be average days on market, you know, forever in, in the country. Certainly you know, for luxury. Half, yeah. yeah, four and a half, five and a half percent interest rates. That was great. That was a great rate. 
Uh, you know, so that's getting more back to norm. The problem is prices still haven't backed up enough to catch up with everything. Incomes haven't grown up enough, grown enough over the last you know year to catch up with the price inflation in housing. So, and and that's the other thing. So when you think about the reverberations of the economy, so people will say, okay, rates came down a little bit, houses are a little bit more. Let's go ahead and do it. We'll just cut back over here. Yeah. So that first time home buyer, that move up buyer, they're the ones that are going to say, we need a house. So we have choices. We can go out to eat, you know, once or twice a week. We can go to the movies. We can take a vacation or we can buy the house that we need for our kids and our family to grow. So right. that's where you're going to see more trickle down into the, you know, or real economy, I call yeah. it more liquidity sucked out of the economy by the consumer that should affect some sort of spending. Because what a lot of people don't think about before they buy that first house or that move up, what's the cost to maintain it? If I'm moving up, when well, my taxes are going up, my insurance is going up, you know, my utilities, you know, all these other things that cost to, for a move up buyer. And then first time buyers like me, when I bought my first house, you know, I bought a builder spec house. It didn't have curtains. It didn't have appliances. All that you know, stuff costs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I sat down with the mortgage person. I was in my twenties. I had no clue. You know, we're talking about pity. I'm like, what's pity? You pity me because I'm a fool for buying this house or what, what's this pity about? You know? And uh <laughs> You know, and then they, you know, That's they didn't funny. tell me what your utilities and this, that, and the other. They did taxes, you know, insurance, you know, sure. and the payment, but they didn't say you needed curtains, you needed appliances, you needed electronics, you need all these things. So what do we do? We go out to back then it was Circuit City. It wasn't Best Buy, it was Circuit City. We go sure. there and we buy, you know, appliances and electronics and Sears and, you know, we go get curtains and we, you know, oh, it's only $10 a month. Oh, that's only $50 a month. Oh, that's only $20 a month. Next thing you know, we had no extra Oh my money. God. Yes, yeah. it's all gone. I mean, my wife was a teacher. She was making $23,000 a year. This is 1990 when I bought my first house. It was a $135,000 house or 100, 130, something like that. We bought it on a three, two, one buy down. First year was nine and three quarters. Oh no, first year was seven, three quarters. Next year was eight and three quarters. Third year was nine and three quarters. So we could yep. afford it yeah. uh, and get into it. And I tell you, we went in there, took on $20,000, $30,000 worth of debt. I wasn't making 20 grand a year at the time. She was making 20 grand a year. You know, but it was a hundred thousand dollar house, so yeah, it wasn't yeah. all that bad. But yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, that's it's really it started, man. Yeah, so that's that's actually kind of all of that is why I don't think housing explodes higher either in transactions or price, is because I think we have a lot of supply not coming on the market because of interest rate lock in. I think we have an uh, affordability is terrible day. I'm not I'm not confused. I understand math, but I also understand that there's three variables. Right. There's price, there's interest rate, and there is wages. I think we have three to four years of wage inflation ahead of us, which over time will help the first time home buyer actually afford housing. So I don't think there's an epic crash coming in national home prices. I'm sorry, I don't. And I think the crash in transaction ends on Friday. Um, so I think we're just in a boring slog, you know, 3.9 to 4.2 million transactions. And Prices are, are relatively stable, again, for the median. I think if you want to deal in housing, Greg, buy a luxury home. I think there will be luxury homes that are two, three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 off because there's just no buyers. Everybody's yeah. scared. So yeah, I don't think that's I, coming I agree. to the And, you know, I think um, the, the big thing is the wages. You know, that that's what really needs to catch up to housing. So those two need to come together to really, you know, create takes time. that opportunity. And it just takes, it's going to be two or three years. It's wages. They don't increase quickly, but they are sticky, right? They don't typically go down. And again, you're talking about national averages. So we're not talking Correct. about, 
you median, know, national median average. Yes. Right. So that's very different than your neighborhood, your city, your, you know, yeah, so, uh, yeah, whole different ballgame. I mean, there are areas where you're seeing 30, 40% corrections in pricing. There are, you know, certain neighborhoods where you're seeing that and then other areas where stuff's still selling in days for numbers that yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. Do yourself a favor, get your buy box, look at your market. I, I find it very fun and entertaining to look at this because I've looked at it for 23 years now. Um, I'll tell you what I'm doing. Debate. I'm making yeah. dirt, baby, because the builders, once they work through everything and yeah. you know start exiting what they had, the only way out of this situation for inventory is going to be to build it. So I agree with as that. prices yes. correct, commodities are coming down. You know, as the building numbers way contracts, down, prices recheck. And I've been through this several times. Building, there used to be a saying in the building business. You know, it's feast or famine. It always right. has done this, always. And you know, you go through these underbuilt, overbuilt, underbuilt, overbuilt. And it's all about, you know, cost and it's all about availability. So that is going to be the next big push. And, you know, for me personally, moving forward, you know, in terms of my, you know, I don't, I don't tell people what I do or the moves I make because I don't want to influence anybody. But, you know, I'm telling you, builders are going to be hungry for dirt. Some of them are right now in certain areas, but, you know, wow. that's going to be a good space to be in, you know, as we move forward to, to develop inventory in the housing market. Because the only way to get out of it, you got to build your yep. way out of it. You got to build your way out. Uh, you do a lot of amazing stuff on YouTube. Where should we send people to follow you? Because you document everything. Yeah, gregdickerson.com. That's where it's at. Go check it out. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you.